You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Uh, Galatians 3, verse 13, Christ. Everybody say Christ. Christ hath, past tense, redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, the curse of the law is revealed in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And the curse of the law is not the Adamic curse that God instituted in Genesis chapter 3. And where a lot of believers get messed up is they confuse the two. No, the curse of the law was literally dealt with by the cross of Jesus Christ. And so if you understand what the curse of the law is and then understand that Jesus redeemed us from it, then there's nothing that pertains to the curse of the law that can operate in your life if you'll draw on the redemption that Christ worked on the cross. And the devil knows that. And so because the devil knows it, he'll do everything he can to keep us from obeying the truth of the word of God that helps us to operate through the redemption of Jesus Christ and his blood and the work of the cross. And many modern churches will not preach about the blood of Jesus. I watched some critics on television talking about Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion, and the two so-called Christians were against it because of the bloodiness but the two men that were watching or that were the critics and one was a, a Jewish gentleman, he was for it and found no offense. And I thought this is the day we're living in. A backslidden modern church doesn't want to hear about redemption or the blood of Jesus Christ, but the world and the people who are hungry for something genuine and real from heaven are ready for a visitation of Jesus in this last hour. And so you got to get your eyes off of men and you got to get your eyes on the Lord. Can you say amen? amen? Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That's in Deuteronomy, the 21st chapter. For the Bible said, cursed is every man who hangeth on a tree. It was part of the curse to bear that reproach. But Jesus took the reproach and the curse that was attributed to the law and the disobedience of that law, and he took it on himself so that you and I could become obedient unto his death and to find the victory in our everyday living. Can you say amen? Here's why. Verse 14. That the blessing. Everybody say the blessing. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Well, who's the Gentiles? Everybody that's not a Jew. If you're a Jew, the blessing's already yours through Abraham. But God's no respecter of persons. And so he said, I'll bless everyone that will receive Christ and receive the blessing. And the blessing of Abraham will even come on the Gentiles. And so who's the Gentiles? Everybody that's not Jewish. Well, what does that mean? That means God gives everybody a chance. Can you say amen? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit 
through faith. Oh, hallelujah. It is my promise, and God's going to give it to me if I'll just trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And put my heart and my soul in following after Jesus all the days of my life. How many of you want to follow him? Say amen with me. Now, verse 29, and if ye be Christ, Galatians 3, verse 29, and if ye be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to to the promise. Abraham's blessing is ours. Now, I don't have time to get into it tonight, but I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. But the, 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 the law as revealed in the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible that Moses wrote, God gave Moses the commandments and Moses gave them to the people. And God said in Deuteronomy, everyone that will keep my commandments and obey my statutes and walk in them, I will bless them. And then again the Lord said, For those that will not keep my commandments and will not keep my statutes and will not walk in them, these curses shall come upon them. And so in Deuteronomy 28, we have the blessings that come from obeying God and the curses that come when we disobey God and open the door for the adversary to work in our life. But primarily, the curse of the law was threefold. There were three areas in Deuteronomy 28 that the curse of the law represented. First of all, the curse of the law represented poverty or lack. There were no kind. There were no cattle. There were no sheep. There was no blessing on the basket. There was no blessing on the storehouse. The hand had no blessing attached to it. There was no blessing on the seed. And so the first part of the curse of the law was poverty or lack. The second part of the curse of the law, the Bible says all these sicknesses, and diseases shall come upon thee. And so the second part of the curse of the law were sicknesses and diseases that came on the people who failed to obey the truth of God's word that was given to them. And then the third part of the curse of the law, the Bible says another ruler shall rule over thee and that represents the second death where man is eternally separated from God forever and can never come to God unless there's a mediator. Job understood it, and he lifted his voice and said, Oh, that there would be a days man, an umpire, a referee, to stand betwixt me and thee, oh God. Literally what Job said, I need someone to put a hand on my trouble and someone to put a hand on that good God and to represent me before him who is altogether lovely. Hallelujah. But Job did not despair, but Job declared, Declared, but I know that my Redeemer liveth. Hallelujah. And that in the latter day he shall stand. The word Redeemer in the book of Job is the Hebrew word J-O-L, which means he is my real estate. Hallelujah. He is my provider. Glory to God. What was Job saying? Job says, even though I come under an attack of the enemy, I know that my real estate is sure. The devil can't steal your house. He he can't steal your children. He can't steal your land. When you know who your elder brother is and you know your redeemer is alive. Hallelujah. And so thank God we're not under the curse of the law but thank God we have the blessing of Abraham through Christ Jesus by the spirit of promise through faith. Come on, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. 
Can you say amen? amen? My goodness, that's enough to make a Mooney shout. Oh, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. One time I was going through Philadelphia. I was flying to a meeting. And this lady come over and she said, Would you like to buy a picture of God? I said, I didn't even know he sat still for the portrait. No, no, she said, it's the Bagvid Rami, Shimami, Salami, something. I don't know all the names, but she's telling me all these names. And she said, he lives over in Germantown in Philadelphia. I said, uh, that's your God? She said, oh, yes. I said, your God's not very nice. She said, what do you mean? I said, look at you standing here with your foot bandaged, your ankle swollen. Obviously, you've injured your ankle. And yet he made you come out here to the Philly airport to sell these uh, black and white pictures uh, 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 of uh, uh, whatever his name is. And uh, I said, and he didn't even bother to heal you before you came. And he's letting you work in pain. She had no answer to that. And so I, I, I used to carry a, a Samsonite briefcase. I put that briefcase down. I said, I'm going to lay hands on you and I'm going to use the name of my God and he's going to heal your ankle, girl. And so before she could say yes, no, or hold off, I laid hands on her. Now, I know the Bible says lay hands on no man suddenly, but it didn't say anything about the women. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I laid hands on her, and I asked Jesus to heal her ankle. And as I did, a, a look of surprise came in her eyes, and she started stomping her foot and putting her weight on it. And the Lord had already healed her. They called my flight down to Norfolk, and I picked up my briefcase. I really wished I had more time. I even thought about missing the flight. But a little gray-headed woman said to me, she said, it's all right, preacher. She said, I'm born again. I'll follow up. She said, I'm laid over for two hours. And that old lady, bless her heart, she took that young girl by the hand. Are you listening to me? And the last I saw that girl, she was unwrapping that wrap off of her ankle and pointing to people and pointing to her ankle and stepping on her ankle. And she had a testimony. I'm telling you that we are redeemed from the curse of the law. Oh, hallelujah. All the world needs to know is that Jesus did the work. Oh, thank God for Jesus. Oh, praise God for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah for Christ. I'm bragging on my brother. He's my elder brother. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the cross. Thank God for every drop of blood. And what the modern preachers don't know on Fox Network and what they don't know on CNN. If they'd come here tonight we could tell them there is one who is greater than all. Hallelujah. A greater than Solomon. A greater. Oh hallelujah. And the greater one he lives on the inside of every one of us. Christ hath redeemed us. Christ hath redeemed us. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us that we are being set free now by the blood of the redemption of that same cross. Shout hallelujah. Christ, everybody say Christ. Shout Christ hath redeemed us. Well, clap your hands and rejoice. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. 
I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.